you found life. Welcome to another episode of House of Decline. This week we have very special guest, Dave. Hello, everyone. Mm. What brings you to the house, Dave? Just re- I feel like you need some reporting from uh, the state of New York here, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave. Well, well you're on yeah. the ground level. Yeah, at, on the ground, two hours north of the city. But you know. <laughs> well, we've been hearing that Antifa has been uh, sending out thousands of their super soldiers to the suburbs. And uh, what do you have to report there? Yeah, we've got a lot of outside agitators uh, coming out from this area, going around, mm-hmm. agitating. Did you guys see that a woman from Catskill is is being brought up on federal charges for uh, throwing a Molotov cocktail at a NYPD van? Hell yeah! So, a woman for did she travel all the way down to the city? Hell yeah! Oh Hudson my God! Va- <laughs> Hudson Valley represents. I mean, because yeah. usually just Hudson Valley people go down to the city to see Mets games, so this is very funny. <laughs> yeah, there's no baseball, eh. no sports. People are just they got nothing to do, but but be out out in the street and they're uh they're doing it all right yeah it's funny my dad thinks that like antifa are like a bunch of black block kids when no it's just this old lady it's all it's fran from catskill <laughs> she's mm. just fed up and can't go to a mets game mm. was it an old lady from Catskill? no it was a it was a younger lady i see yeah, yeah. but was yeah. it a hipsterish lady was it a, a dsa was it an antifa super soldiers I think she probably would be would be uh, fit in that description. Soldress, yeah. a, a soldress. Yeah, it's a word I just made up. It's the female diminutive form of soldier. That's what I'm going to call female soldiers in order to really irritate them. Wow, dude, not cool. Wow. That's okay. what I'll call male soldiers to really irritate them. You soldress, are you going to wear a frilly skirt into battle? Are you going to wear a cabriolet while you shoot down Afghani children? <laughs> you soldiers, you soldiers of fortune. Uh, have you have you gone to any protest, Dave? Just uh, just locally here, uh, in the Hudson Valley. I won't say which towns, but you know it's it's been a peaceful affair up here. Although Albany saw some violence. There's another protest in Troy going on right now that I uh, mm. I passed on for uh, podcast appearances. Nice. <laughs> Got to get the you. message out. It's important You're to right. get the message out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've I've been to no protests. Um, so no I'm not, I'm just assuming they're not all, happening. Huh? I just I'm just gonna assume they're not happening. Interesting. Interesting take. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, have you been out, Alex? Doing out in the streets. I, I have been out. I have been out and about, uh, no, just once. I was handing out water because they got my tax return and I was feeling white guilty, but I'm also very bad at chanting. Because oh. um, you so, change it, you change it to jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, or just I think it's bad because I don't think they do chanting right. They say Black Lives Matter. It's like, yeah, cops don't care that Black Lives Matter. You need to get into your head. Like if we were all chanting at them, in like a little creepy Victorian girl voice. Have a very good sleep tonight, mister. I think we could do like a lot more damage. I think we could get in their heads a lot more. I I think, you know, when we say uh, Black Lives Matter or like hands up, don't shoot, that's making us feel better. It's not making, if if anything, it's making the cops want to shoot people more because that's how they think. 
could be. I think the uh, the New York Authority approach, you know, Bill de Blasio, the Bill de Bungalow, the uh, mayor down there, the he, decided to, he decided to lift the curfew a day early. So I think they're trying to pretend like everything's peaceful now and they're, the looting is over and uh, they're hoping that people will just will just go away and give up, I think. What's it? Wasn't the NYPD doxing his black children? They did do that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> his, his daughter got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> they, they oh my him. god, he is the ultimate cuck. Um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, Andrew Cuomo, our our, our governor here, has like threatened to uh, basically supersede his authority and take over the city, even before any of this started on other occasions, but especially now. So we'll see uh, see how that goes. Well, no mm. curfew. There's no curfew in New York tonight. On right, Sunday. they lifted it a day early. But they've to... been doing they've been doing this thing where they like say they lift it and then they then they do oh surprise it's back like five minutes till they're like uh, surprise curfew back surprise and, curfew. All right, I mean, so they can see start busting heads with just like the thinnest sheen of justification. I don't know. I mean, listen, Timothy McVeigh figured all this shit out. 30 years ago. <laughs> and that, now everyone is like, white people are, don't even care about the police. Like, yeah, they did. Man, speaking of, like, handing out water, uh, fucking every time a white protester took water, I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, like, you shouldn't This have... isn't for you. Why were you giving it to white people? I was only giving it to white protesters. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. No, no, no. Uh, obviously, I'm kidding. Uh, what yeah. they're doing in, in Toronto is great. You were um, means testing them. We know you were means testing them. <laughs> yeah. You know, until they can learn to provide water for themselves, they don't deserve this water, you know. Otherwise, I'm just going to be enabling them. <laughs> That's what Nancy Pelosi actually thinks. Uh, no, but no, they're, it's good people fighting against uh, Toronto. Uh, has definitely anti-black racism, but it is proportionally, I think, undeniably less pronounced than in America, where where it is similar is the way we treat our indigenous people, which yeah. is uh, pretty much on par with how you guys treat black people. Uh, our black people are treated just only very slightly better, though. I want to make that clear, which is why you're not seeing as much fucking mayhem in Canada as you are seeing in America. It's because there's less of that buildup of hundreds of years of fucking just everything. What? Why is Greece protesting is my question. Uh, why, why did they get in on it? They're fighting the biggest cops of all, Germany. I guess. The but EU cops. I just see, I just see like Greece joining in on the protest day one Molotovs at the American Embassy. Thank you. <laughs> like they're they're doing it more intensely than the than the rest of Europe. You're finding. Um, they started off. I mean, the French are always good for a protest. Mm-hmm. They burn they love, shit right love away. Fighting cops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to start like the left needs to start importing tactics from the the yellow vests, and I'm digging that we're you know. Looking at the Hong Kong protests uh, for tactics, and as well as the Ukrainian protests, but then uh, you start to butt up against the fact that the Ukrainian protests and were had a lot of training from the CIA, and then you're like, "Is this a psyop? What's uh, going on?" 
Could be. Everything's a psyop. Yeah, I, it's hyper normalization. If everything is a psyop, then then that's um, that's pretty groovy. Do you have any hug the cops people on social media? I mean, I'm only on Twitter, so I, I see them when they are they are, you know, shown up on they show up on Twitter, but I don't know. Have you them. interacted with a hug the cops person, or have you seen someone like try and Kendall Jenner themselves? You mean like they're trying to be like the people who want the cops to join the protests, those kind of yeah, people? Yeah, the the kneeling cop sort of phenomenon that you're seeing where it's like the cops will kneel and then like a, an hour later they're busting heads. Yeah, a lot of tear gas going around. That I Lots. feel like is a new uh, new innovation in the U.S. at least. You haven't seen this much tear gas? You haven't seen this much chemical warfare against people before? Not on this scale, right? I mean, all over the country, like every police department is using using tear gas. Yeah. During a during a respiratory uh, disease pandemic seems like very very wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the... people are going blind because they're wearing contacts, and apparently, if that shit gets in between your contact and your eye, it fucking blinds you. Really? That's just crazy. Yeah. I heard they're running out of tear gas, which is, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Did you actually hear that? I, I saw a rumor that they would be running out pretty soon. I was, I mean, I was wondering when that would happen. You would. Th- That's like, all you got to do. Keep the bail funds up so you can just yeah. keep cycling these protesters out, and eventually they'll run out of uh, run out of ways to stop them. Well, supposedly yeah. everything's shut down. All the supply lines hopefully are shut down, and... so they can't get more tear gas. Right? And... They're gonna have to dip into their reserve supplies of gay gas. Um. You never no, heard that conspiracy dude, where of... they manufactured a, a gay bomb that <laughs> made did. people uncontrollably attracted to yeah, each I heard, other on the fifth. I heard that, but the the pun in there is to go with laughing gas, not tear, not gay gas. Right? Okay, because they got tear gas, got <laughs> laughing gas. Not. <laughs> It'd be funny to see. I mean, that is the true jokerification. Gonna the cops are going to jokerify the people if it's laughing gas, man. They're going to turn the frogs gay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, but I prefer the gay gas. It's much more, it's better. It's pride month, you know? Well, we mentioned Joker. So ding, 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 mail time. Ding, 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 It's mail time on the podcast. We got mail. Ding, 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 ding. We got mail on the podcast. Genitalia. I would like to read a piece of user mail. User? Did I say user? Listener. Listener mail. We're all users and abusers here. That typing you heard was my sponsored Corsair keyboard, everyone. The show is sponsored today by Corsair. They make excellent keyboards that make the very pleasing ticky-tack sound, like this. Ooh, very nice. All right, so we got Corsair. Some, we got an, we you got can an email shove them in. up your asshole, and you, the pressure from your asshole won't break them. Listen, Corsair. if anyone if anyone wants to email us, uh, please email houseofdecline at gmail.com. Uh, house is spelled H-A-U-S. And house About 13 decline. days ago, we got a, a request from a certain kit who requested that we talk about the uh, weak-minded, superhero-loving people's letters writing in to defend the Joker. Mm-hmm. So, the weak-minded, superhero-loving people, how would they defend the Joker now? You know, now that we're seeing the Joker come to life. <laughs> we're seeing, we're seeing uh, yes, black people are becoming Jokerfied. Which is why this is happening. Black people saw the Joker. <laughs> so this more of a uh, the third Batman scenario, the the Bane one, I believe. Mm. 
I, yeah, I mean, but that is the Joker movie. It's just combining the the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. It's just combining the scenarios of both of those movies, where it's the Uprising and the Joker, the two um, things that people liked of both of those movies. Uh, and uh, I think that fucking the fucking Joker movie. Why does did you see Scott Adams tweet about that? Did he blame it? He blamed it for everything, right? He said or that not. 90% of the protesters had saw the Joker movie. Oh, my God. And, like, the Joker movie, he said, like, a work of right-wing uh, persuasion can't do this. A work of left-wing persuasion can do this. This is truly, like, a mask because he's become, like, persuasion guy because he's become, like, this... I, he's very pickup artisty, I suppose. It's all about how to manipulate people into, like, seeing things your way, which is, I guess, how he sees politics. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess is politics in a way, but yeah, he had this choice tweet where he said, "90% of these protesters have seen the Joker. <laughs> Black people are being Jokerified all across the country. They're realizing the message of the Joker." Uh, is it the first? It's the first superhero movie to kind of be considered high art, which is, but it's not really. Except for Mystery Men. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mystery Men. No, no. Uh, is there another superhero movie? Uh, I consider Barb Wire from the 90s to be high art. The Pamela Anderson movie okay. Barb Wire. We're talking about the mm. recent... Tank Girl. Past uh, 15 years where everything has been superhero movies. Guardians of the Galaxy. Spider-Verse? No, I guess you're right. Joker is the only, like... Yeah. It's the first truly Oscar-bait superhero movie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, but it didn't win any... Yeah, dude. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor. He won the fucking Best Actor for fucking Joker. It is Hollywood. All the old white rapists are getting in on the zeitgeist, and they're Jokerifying the black people. So, (laughs) Uh, I mean, the conspiracy conservatives are. I I mean, must I know they're going insane right now? I have one lady who calls into my work sometimes. She's just like. Steve, it's getting real bad out there. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's it's actually not in our state. It's really not. And I know that where you live, it's most certainly not. But uh... <laughs> and there was also that Megan McCain thing where oh, yeah. she said, uh, <laughs> like, there's just absolute chaos right outside my doorstep. I can't even go out. And then someone in her building responded, Megan, I just went out. It's fine. Yeah. And she, she's uh, not even there right now. I think, yeah, they yeah. discovered she's not there. Yeah. She's just following Twitter <laughs> like like everybody else. Uh, but she, what she lives on the Upper West Side, that's not even where the fucking action is happening. Well, they were going up up Broadway at some, some points. Uh you know, up by Saks Fifth Avenue and the uh, ball the Saks stores Fifth Avenue. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> ball Saks Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Ball Saks Fifth Avenue. Nice. What's left of it? Mm. Dave, you been to the city during I, this time, or you been staying away? I did a quick, uh, quick delivery in in Brooklyn, and I'd say the the most hilarious part is that most of the police cars are covered in graffiti now. It's a nice, nice addition, dude. Going oh my in... god, we're back to the seventies. Yeah, it, it is really Jokerifying. Everything is Jokerifying. You need to get an eye patch, my dude, for when you drive in for these deliveries and just do full escape from New York on the way out. Like, probably should because there's like a fucking curfew that you're get. Like, if gotta get out before curfew. Shit. I know. 
<laughs> I know. It's nuts. Yeah, driving this beat up van. Could definitely use a patch and uh get a shotgun to to hang out the window. Yeah. Saw it off shotgun. Shoot some and nitro holes in your doors for speed. Give yourself some speed holes. Right. And uh <laughs> like have a big surf escape off of North Brother Island. Where's that? North Brother it's Island. It's like somewhere in Queens. I think it's like just south, due south, uh, 0.5 nautical miles of City Island. Uh, <laughs> nice. Shitty I, Island, I call it. I've never seen Escape from New York, sadly. Ooh. Seems seems prescient. but it's a, That's a good one. It's funny because yeah. Escape from L.A. is the same plot and almost yeah, with the same sucks. script. But Harder. Then, <laughs> but then, yeah, see Escape from New York. It's good. Okay. It's funny because um, I think I've seen The talking... Wiz. Is it kind of like that? <laughs> I think yes. they were talking about this on exactly Come Town. Like the Wiz. The eighties. The eighties um, dystopia just has. It's the only reason it's a dystopia is because um, all the technology is shitty. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> now it's just fucking tape player. Yeah. Walkman never works. I got a TV. Batteries dying. My TV's not flat. Yeah, it's crap. It's true. <laughs> Mm. Oh my. Toronto, it's mild. They're not it's boarding so up the stores or anything? They did board up the stores, but no one's throwing shit because, I don't know, the only... Toronto protesters just, we don't dance at concerts, we don't go buck wild, and this is my cultural compliance theory, high cultural compliance. And also it's just like, you know how a lot of our black population is Caribbean and African immigrants, which tend to be more up, upwardly mobile uh, in in mainland North America. Huh. Um, I mean, they're still very discriminated against by the cops. But whereas you guys have African Americans, where that identity is very you guys um, beholden, you and the only place where we really have that is on the East Coast, where there is this very very old black community in uh africville uh, it was originally called in Halla in halifax you're trying to this, you guys uh, us right now saying you guys you guys you, you guys, guys us. no but look up the history of uh black canadians in halifax of which uh the rock's dad is one of them rocky johnson is a really uh, black haligonian yeah the rock and, is half um, canadian yeah Oof. his father's name is rocky well, that, I don't know Rocky Johnson's real name, but uh, yeah. that's that's how I know him as. He wrestled. Yeah, as... the Rock's dad was Rocky. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Yeah. I didn't know he was half Canadian, though. That yeah. makes me less salient on having the Rock as the next president. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's an American born from a, a Canadian and a Samoan. Oh well, they'll well, be they'll be it. the conservative. He could be. He could be president of the U.S. and uh, whatever you guys got in Canada at the same time. We got prime a prime minister. minister. Yeah, we should yeah. unite. Yeah, yeah. and unlike Justin Trudeau, he won't have to do blackface. Mm. <laughs> he, oh, is that Justin Trudeau had to? He had to. He had to. In order to win the respect of the ruling class, he had to do blackface. He it's sort to. of like this. That why, that's why Jimmy Fallon did it, right? Right. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> I like how when that happened, there were like you, you'd see comments of people from like Denmark where they still have Zvarta Piet, and it's like, what is the problem with this? He just looks like a comical man. He just I looks think, like a nice clown. I think Black Pete is finally on the out and out. I saw, I saw today it might finally be, uh, he might finally be done. 
Yeah. <laughs> These protests Not have Denmark. finally killed Zwartepiet. You're right. Uh, it's the and, Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. The oh, Netherlands. the Netherlands. That's worse. That's getting yeah. close to Belgium. Yeah, yeah. He's Santa Claus's buddy. <laughs> How many people did uh, King Leopold II kill? You think? Ten million. More than the <laughs> More than Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Belgium. Pretty, uh, totally fine. Yeah. Pretty cool. They get off with a lot. Of, we we just see them as benign little chocolate makers. You're talking about yeah. the Belgian people. Well, yeah, I mean the the un <laughs> the uninformed, the people that don't know about the history of the Congo Free State, see them as like, you know, we're just Belgians. We're just a small little country. They, wasn't, they weren't doing, They weren't making chocolate. They were making rubber. You, no, yeah, I know, but for uh, most people think of Belgian chocolatiers oh, okay. or waffles when they think of Belgium, not uh, bloody colonialism and chopping baby limbs off. Dude, rubber is so, it's like insane when it happened. When, when, <laughs> the Congo Free State, where the rubber meets the road. Well, the okay. world before rubber was like a resource that we had in a, cheap, a cheaply available resource. It was so different tires holy shit <laughs> yeah before that tires were just made out of brick it was they were terrible <laughs> yeah, they were just made out of dusty old shit oh. they were just made out of old foreskins <laughs> we just gathered all the foreskins and impacted the rubber really changed the malleable uh, uh material yay yeah rubber used to mostly be made out of like the inter internal organs of cats <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Um fucking the Congo is just so rich in resources it just doesn't have a fucking chance. Uh I was posting about cobalt recently because there were I oh, think yes, 4 I years that. ago there were all these think pieces about the supply chain of cobalt because it's just this rare earth metal you don't think about. Um but it is in all the lithium-ion batteries. It is a component. I don't know how fucking lithium-ion batteries work. All I know is you need fucking cobalt to yeah. make them work. Mm -hmm. And they all come from this one place in the DRC. Mm -hmm. And they do this thing, which I just heard about, called fucking artisanal mining. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a hilarious fucking name? Like, you, when you hear artisanal, you usually hear it applied to a ciabatta bun. But this is about fucking child labor, just digging cobalt with their bare whoa, hands. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's handmade. Bespoke child labor. Bespoke child labor. Yeah, yeah so Huawei uses a lot of bespoke child labor. Mm -hmm. They use a lot of designer child labor. Yeah, well, I say, I think the Congo is finally stable because China has uh, basically annexed it in, in all but name, you know. They won't let yeah. anything bad go down there anymore. They brought but, balance to the force. Yeah. Someone finally, you know, there's no more. Uh, they can't be having unrest, the Chinese. Yeah, you know, I was in Rwanda right when this all this whole COVID thing started. And really? Yeah. Are you sure? Many... Singapore of, of uh, uh, you East were, Africa. You were in Rwanda when this started? Uh, I guess I was in Uganda at that point. Well, please, but, yeah, please, I remember first Please first start from the beginning it. on why you were why there. Why were you in East Africa in general? Well, you know, that's that's uh, classified information. Okay, sure. No, I was on, uh, I was on, uh, and this is a uh, sort of a odd term, but I was on safari. 
<laughs> Are you killing Cecil the lion's uh, little uh, cousin? Uh, uh, I think I can figure this one out the from context, actually. I think I know what kind of safari Dave's talking about. Is this some okay. kind of rave safari? No, sadly, no. Damn. No, I, I did not figure that out until later. No, I met, I met some mountain gorillas. We went, uh, yeah. We went, went into the, uh, into the impenetrable forest in Uganda. It's very cool. But we were right That's there, cool. right next to Congo. Like at some points, my, uh, my phone thought I had crossed into the Congo because it's right on the other side of the mountains there. Mm-hmm. Going to Lac Kivu. But we went to the uh, the genocide memorial in uh, in Kigali in Rwanda, and uh, yeah, the Belgians are fuck, fucked up people. Fucked up. Yeah, people and they, the French also fucked there. up uh, yeah. Rwanda as well. Yeah, and then the English, you know. Yeah, all of them, all of them oh, really yeah. fucked with it. My roommate uh, was actually Rwandan, so uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but that's just. Uh, I know about I I know about Paul Kagame and all those guys. He's an yeah. interesting figure. He's a polarizing figure. He's still there, still kicking. Yeah, he is a uh, he's he's like a Putin, but not so evil. But he's just holding on to stuff, and when he goes, there's going to be a power vacuum or something like that. But he did what he did worked. And they like clean up garbage every like third Thursday of the month. And, you know, they didn't, they're having this booming technology sector and it's very easy to do business there. And they're not, unlike the DRC, they're not ceding as much of their um, resources to China. So, no, so probably not. Dave, were yeah. you? There are many mm -hmm. uh, Chinese nationals there. Hell I'm, yeah. In Uganda, more so, I'd say. Were you in they've still got a... Bukavu? Where, what town? Where were you? Where, I got the map pulled up. Where were you? You're pulling up the maps? Yeah. What towns were we in? Were you we in Kampala? Through, uh, were you in the capital? I was in Kampala briefly. We went through a town called Fort Portal. That was a good one. Fort Portal? Yeah. Fort Portal? Oh, I see. Lake yeah, Portal. Fort, Fort Portal. Port, okay, so you're, I see right where you were. Cool. Yep, yep. Oh, man. So, uh, uh, what were... Bewindi, or some of the other towns. You were seeing some gorillas. You were seeing, seeing gorillas, some animals, chimpanzees, lions. So you were doing uh, nature tourism. Nature tourism, yeah. Oh, safari. you were trying to I kill mean, them? They, people called it safari, yeah, pretty un unambiguously, which was funny to me. But yeah, but so you sort of feel like a fop when you're going on safari. It's it's foppish for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like like a British noble. Yes, <laughs> I say let's. Let us get the palanquin and tumble out onto this reserve and see the savannah in all its glory. <laughs> You're just doing Nigel Thornberry. I guess I well not no Nigel Thornberry was he was uh he was British, but he got it he got in there, he got dirty, he wasn't like uh snobbish about it. Oh, Thornberries were a good show. Is was it, it a good show? I think so. What do you remember? Flea was in it. I remember the big nose. <laughs> Well, Nigel is a lasting meme. We all love Nigel because he's voiced by the great Tim Curry. And he yeah, did a... I think that's why virtue. I liked it. Yeah. It was a classic, a classic television character. <laughs> Smashing. Yeah, everyone remembers that shit. And it's just, he had a fucked up design too, which is why it sticks in your head. Like what cartoon character's fucked up design sticks the most in your head? 
such that you think it was conducive. Yeah, hey, I mean, hey, Arnold, Arnold from Hey Arnold is the most. Also, Gerald from Hey Arnold is very is very big on Black Twitter, from what I've seen. What do you mean? Like he's there? He's a he's just a very he's a highly memed cartoon mm -hmm. character. Gerald was also always um, the most sensible, like wise mm -hmm. beyond his years. Mm-hmm. On that show. Mm-hmm. He's a very he's everyone loves Gerald. Can't can't deny. Can't deny that Gerald was great. Uh do I deny do I care about Hey Arnold? No. I don't give a shit about Hey Arnold. What? Why do I, why did I just get myself into a nostalgia, a I, performative I brought, nostalgia? I think crap? I brought it up. Hey Arnold's great though. So Is it great? Yes. What did you like about Hey Arnold? Do you remember Hey Arnold being yeah, particularly remember, great yeah. because it was socially conscious? Um no, because it was it was absorbing. The episodes were absorbing, and he had a cool room. Yes, and, he did. And I wanted to have his room. We all wanted Arnold's room. Yeah, so I was there. I was there for the room stuff. Just been like, damn, he pimped his room. Do they still make uh, children's television? They you know, absolutely. Yeah, I, oh yes, uh, but it's very yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I'm masturbate to all of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're still making My Little Ponies. That franchise will never die. Oh, because you, it has so that's not for children. As, as no. Yeah, no, that's for guys who wield swords in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for guys that say all lives matter. Did but, you see that uh, guy it's, from it's, Dallas it's, who got famous for getting the shit kicked out of him recently? A sword guy? He was a neckbeard oh, sword man? Maybe you haven't seen this on, on Twitter. He, when the, I think two weeks ago when the protests were starting... There was a sequence of videos that kept being released, like going going earlier and earlier back in the night, showing this sword guy and his activities. So it started with a video of him just getting the shit kicked out of him and it looked like he died. <laughs> and so conservatives were like, the rioters have gone crazy and they killed this man. Then another video was released showing the five minutes before that, where it turns out he had a fucking gladiator sword and was running at people with it. And so... Like he he had it okay so the fact that he had a gladius yeah. and not a katana makes this a very special type of dude makes this a deus volts uh -huh. neckbeard as well, opposed to an animu neckbeard and these are the kind mm. of people that i went to high school with i know this kind of guy really well so then like it's revealed that he's super catholic he was defending a bar that he likes to go to <laughs> and that he has written the most popular My Little Pony fanfic online. <laughs> Do you know the premise of this fanfic? Um, I don't. I don't know uh, the premise. I don't know the premise. Dave, do you know the premise? Yeah, I can't can't get into the weeds on uh on the characters of My Little Pony. I'm not not super familiar. Yeah, dude, that's, specifics. It's, uh, that's the that's the. Is it heavily theory. Catholic? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen that one Zootopia comic that's very anti-abortion, but it's like extremely well done? Like the guy just put is very talented and put like a lot of love and care and craft into detailing these characters, but it nice. like reads like a chick tract. It, it this incredible anti-abortion screen and it's like the premise is that the fox fucks the rabbit and the rabbit gets pregnant and then they're like have this pages long debate as to i can't get rid of it 
And uh, yeah, it's very bizarre. Look up the Zootopia abortion comic. Oh, you no. won't be okay. sad. I will. Yeah. My and that's all. That's all a fanfic uh, production, huh? Mm-hmm. Incredible. That's what these characters mean to people. You know, people uh, avatar themselves into the fox from Zootopia. People want to be a fox. People want to fuck like a fox. They want to fuck a rabbit like a fox. <laughs> that's and that's what disney sells to people disney and but the, here's the thing zootopia almost pretty much blatantly in its advertising say said we're making this for furries they said repeat after me anthropomorphic that was like one advertising thing they had and it was like uh okay so you're just straight up saying you're making this movie for furries which is fine because it's a huge consumer base of adults that sort of just decided their fetishes when they were like, you know, watching cartoons. Yeah, the adult the adult babies, and that we have now, especially just surrounding these fandoms of, of of just the genre itself. Of like anim, I like anything animated, or I like anything video games, and they got YouTube channels and. Just this is stemming from a video I saw of this like 37-year-old man in front of an, a collection of every kind of video game on a bookshelf <laughs> saying how he was not going to play them anymore because <clears throat> Call of Duty now has a Black Lives Matter screen that comes up when he talks about <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Well, Call of Duty, by getting black people to enlist in the U.S. military, has killed way more black people than this guy will ever hope to. So, uh, well, that's I pretty galaxy brained there, Alex. It's very galaxy brained. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got two breaking news pieces. Oh my, it's news! News time. So, are you guys aware of the uh, Tom Cotton editorial that was published yeah, in the New, New York, York Times, Times editorial to give the listeners context? If you mm-hmm. don't know this, uh, the failing New York Times, which uh, has a very influential op-ed page, whether we like it or not, published a piece by Republican. Uh, is he a senator? Yeah, Senator from Tom Arkansas. Cotton. Yeah, from Arkansas. Uh, which basically said, sick the police force on the protester now, use as much prejudice and violence as possible. It has gone too far, and we need to start killing folks, essentially. (laughs) And uh, people said, New York Times, people think you're big lib Jews. Why are you you writing this? And people got very, very, yeah, why are you allowing him to write this in your paper of record? Basically well, saying we should merc civilians. What happened in the Tom Cotton story? Yeah, the well, story? the editorial page editor, James Bennett, has resigned. Whoa! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, he I got mean, a, this was a long outed. time coming because the New York Times has been getting progressively more right-wing on their op-ed page in an attempt to bridge the divide. That's why you had they had hired like total idiots like Barry Weiss and given her a platform to just spew inane bullshit. What, what, uh, give us more of the story, Dave. I'm sorry. That's, that's all I really got. I mean, but I think it's amazing that, uh, there's some, some accountability there is pretty, uh, incredible that it even happened, I guess. I guess yeah. probably internally the, the people who write for the times were probably pretty pissed off as well. Cause yeah. I mean, 
let's face it, Tom Cotton probably will be the Republican nominee for president Tom at Cotton some point Hawley. in the future. It's Tom Cotton or Josh Hawley? Ooh, big neck. And, big but, neck energy. Okay. But the Times also publishes Josh Hawley, which is ridiculous. Uh, They're both fascists. Y- and <laughs> the fact that the editor, James Bennett, ad- admitted that he hadn't read it. I mean, he should have been fired. They shouldn't have. I mean, I guess they were like, you can resign before we fire you to keep a little dignity. Yeah. Mm. That's how it goes. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, who doesn't Second. promote fascist rhetoric at least once in their life, you know, just as a goof on a national scale in the paper of record? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess the lesson <laughs> is read your uh, editorials. Yeah. Censor yeah. your guests a little bit. And uh, second, second thing, Minneapolis has apparently has a uh, veto-proof majority on the city council to abolish the police department. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? That's, that's what that they're saying. It, it actually happened. It actually get, is happening. It it sounds like they will disband the the MPD, oh Minneapolis awesome. Police Department. Oh my God! Prince's dream is coming true. Yeah. Hell yeah. The revolution starts in Minneapolis. Exactly. He was well, well that's not too far. I, uh, sounds like a place to go. That is actual progress. That's actual straight up motherfucking progress. That's uh, incredibly shocking to me. I know. Pretty oh, amazing. But, but oh no, we're going to have to have a private police now. Mm. Eh, we've well, already, we already do. Yeah, we we'll we have. <laughs> we, like, what? Why do you think? Why do you think Weezer named a whole album Pinkerton? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel I there was I can't take credit for this joke, but I think uh, who will we call now when we want them to show up an hour late and then accidentally shoot our dog? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Your neighbor. <laughs> Guess you're gonna have to call talk to your neighbor. I, I think saw, we just my neighbor's got uh, a gun, by the way. So I'm just gonna call that's that guy. pretty damn yeah. cool. I'm just gonna call him. They're hard to come by these days, I think. Yeah, dude, I called the gun <laughs> shop and the gun. I was like, <laughs> the guy over the phone. He's like, One okay, gun, we gotta please. make it quick. What kind of gun you looking for? And I was like, I'm looking for a shotgun. And he's like, all right, I think I can get you one of those. How much money you have? <laughs> and I was like. I got a thousand dollars he's like i can get you a shotgun for a thousand dollars and i was like well i, I kind of want to get everything you know you know the ammo the case like uh-huh. all the stuff you clean it with but he was what he was like we'll get, you in, we'll get you out what's that <laughs> what proportion of american gun stores do you think have a black lives matter sign in their window <laughs> probably not many yeah, 10 to 15 killer mike is pro gun he's uh he said it I had to watch Bill Maher as a research piece for this, but it kind of just glaze, <laughs> glaze over in my mind, and then I can't really remember what happened anyway. Well, I think there is actually a strong argument uh, to be pro-gun from like a guy like Killer Mike who's very into Black Panther stuff and very into 60s organization stuff because you know about the Mulford Act, right? What's the Mulford Act? No. The Mulford Act is the the ultimate thing that Second Amendment people can't really reconcile, which is in 1967, I think it was, Ronald Reagan, the then governor of California, uh, signed into law, and he uh, was pressured to sign into law, the Mulford Act, which banned open carry in California, which is a right. very significant piece of gun control legislation. 
probably the most significant piece of gun control legislation at the time and sets a huge precedent for gun control. And that all comes from Reagan. Yep, did right. you know why they did the Mulford Act? Now because yeah, of now the I Black Panthers. I remember yeah. now. Cop watching. They were they were carrying around guns and watching cops. And <laughs> then white people got scared. So said, oh, we don't want open carry anymore. Yeah, yeah we got long against, rifles too. We got to get yeah, rid of the right. cops and replace them with a different kind of thing that takes their place without letting them do the the shit that they do which is to act like an organized crime racket and or we need cop watchers or something like that it's not body cams because yeah. you can just turn body cams off or smash them that's a dumb solution I mean, like it they've this is not a, a problem that has never happened before in history either there are plenty of other societies and civilizations that have had to deal with an overzealous overzealous police force it's happened in like medieval times um kings sometimes dealt with it by establishing like a separate sheriff's department basically that would counterbalance the other um like fucked up police stuff uh but there's a lot of different solutions um but i think it's important to remember like abolishing the police is not a crazy thing to say it's not a crazy thing to say because there's right. there's stuff that you can back it up with that makes sense to replace it with mm-hmm Yeah, I mean, uh, in New York, I know police officers aren't allowed to, like, patrol. You know, you have to live in a different place than your patrol district because they didn't want there to be favoritism problems. But uh, I think maybe starting there, it should be, like, a community-based organization that responds to crime and, uh, you know, whatever else the police does. Yeah. A more organized, transparent version of the guardian angels. Well, you know those signs you see up in in neighborhoods sometimes with like an eye on it, and it says neighborhood uh, yes. watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then there's just no follow through in the actual neighborhood. All they did was pay for the sign. Like, what if you actually <laughs> did that? What if you actually got a neighborhood watch together? Well, wasn't a uh, George Zimmerman a, a neighborhood watchman? He was, wasn't he? Well, and then they can't... had to rename that film with uh, Richard Ayoade and Jonah Hill and Ben Stiller and, yeah. to the watch because the Trayvon Martin killings happened. Well, you can't oh, do it alone, solo. Right, yeah. I mean, bad example, you know, but... Uh, well, there are, I think I recall studies that there are very simple, practical things you can do to discourage crime. Uh, such as in in the landscape, which is blue light pacifies people, which is why (laughs) on a lot of campuses, including uh, the campus I went to at Queens University, they had blue blue anti-delinquency lights. And also eyes, pictures of eyes, paintings of eyes uh, make people feel more seen. So let's just paint eyes on everything and then no crime. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you know, maybe just cameras everywhere <laughs> it works in london no crime there cameras everywhere mm-hmm. i'm gonna pay someone to put a camera up my butt soon <laughs> you're getting a colonoscopy hell yeah i'm also getting an endoscopy on the same day so that it can uh, save a little money on that um anesthetic and i get that back as a bonus 
Yeah. They give Are me they going to do both cameras at the same time and they'll meet in the middle? No, they do. They use the same tube. They just first they go up the butt, then they go down the mouth. They may they, they wipe it off in the middle. Okay, okay, so it's not ATM. Nope. 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 Yeah. Well, no, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but sanitary. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Sanitary AT. I feel the the if you're doing ATM, if you clean your dick off in the middle, that sort of defeats the purpose of doing it, right? Huh. Hmm. Yeah. I, I feel so. like that's the the grossness of it. Because you, yeah. Well, because uh, it's because you being gross to the person you're having sex with is is good. This is the goal. Well, in the situation where you've coaxed someone into doing ass to mouth with you, you've coaxed them, you've... <laughs> or not coaxed them. You, they've agreed to you've consensually. Tri- you tricked them into consenting. <laughs> you know, I just planted, I incepted the ass to mouth idea at a second anniversary, and it's bloomed. And you know, finally, I can take advantage of it. Uh, and you know, but the problem is. She wants me to clean off my dick. All right. After this was I pull out, which this was weird. the breaking news of yesterday. Which did you guys see the the stuff about Lindsey Graham? Lady G, yes. And his ladybugs. Ooh. No. Okay, you is should. He, I saw some rumors that he's is he uh, is he out of the closet now? Or he's not out of the closet, effect? but uh, so, all the all his his cadre. Yeah. Uh, the lady, the ladybugs. No, no, as, no, no, uh, no, no. The ladybugs refers to something very specifically disgusting that a a sex worker um, wrote an account of Lindsey Graham calling them to his hotel room, and then so he the sex worker walks in. It's a male sex worker. He walks in to see Lindsey Graham on all fours, and what looks to be like shit in his ass, and so he says to Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Can I please wipe you down? And Lindsey Graham says, "Sure." So then he wipes him down, but he's like, "It's not coming off." And upon closer inspection, it's hundreds of black growths or moles. And Ooh. then Lindsey Graham says, "Oh, don't mind those. Those just my ladybugs." <laughs> So, so he is a hungry. He is such a hungry bottom that he has developed this lumpy layer of sort of uh, benign tumors around his anus. Yeah, or the demon that lives inside him is trying to put up a barrier from uh-huh. fr- from further defilement, and 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 now the demon is a prisoner inside this man's own body. Is my theory. <laughs> Hungry bottoms, feel the magic. I'll see you in autumn. Hungry bottoms. Oh, getting that... in the asshole of Lindsey Graham. Wow. Uh, Lady wow. G. Uh, that would make sense that he's possessed because uh, he changes his his opinions and uh, what he's saying. I feel like almost constantly. Almost like he's being blackmailed. Or, ah, uh, yeah, that could be it too. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you just give up? He keeps running for Senate. I guess he's, I don't know what motivates these people. Something insane. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, I, I, if the uh, South Carolina electorate is cool with it, then he's cool with it, basically. <laughs> and they're crazy. Apparently, yeah. Dude. <laughs> 
I love, love South Carolina. You're crazy for this one, guys. SC love <laughs> up in this country. Get up in Lady G's country. I mean, South Carolina is pretty great. It's a pretty yeah. great place. They have Charleston. Oh, am I betraying my bougie heritage that all I can refer to in South Carolina is Charleston? The arts capital of SC. They have barbecue, but it's served on things that are not plates. Is Kitty Hawk in South Carolina? North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, wrong Carolina. Wrong Carolina. It's on the it's on the uh, the islands. Right. It's on the islands. Yeah, I've been outside. there. Long time ago, I've been there. It's cool. Me too. Yeah, the Outer Banks. I mm-hmm. think that. They have a. I had. They had a movie theater there where they sh- they show the train, the first movie of the train coming at you. You know, mm-hmm. I, and I saw it when I was really little, and I freaked out. It was cool. That's yeah, good. That's immersive. So I was like four, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It's a big ass train. It's a big ass train coming right at me. What do you mean, movie? <laughs> oh man, the great thing about a Lady G is what I'm. Okay, so I've always been searching for. And I will preface this by saying I'm a gay, so I have some measure of ability to be un-PC about this. I will say fag wantonly. <laughs> I'm known to do that. Uh, but what I'm, I've been searching for a good term for a gay Uncle Tom for a while. Because when you say someone like, uh, I don't know, Milo Yiannopoulos, right? He's a gay Uncle Tom. That's his, that's his grift, right? Mm-hmm. But gay Uncle Tom is a clunky phrase. And so I was searching for one that was applicable. I was like throwing around Roy Cohn for a while. I was throwing around a Milo for a while. But I think a Lady G is a very good. And I want to get that into the don't stop being such a fucking Lady G, Dave Rubin. You know. Wow. So Lady G is the word is the term for a gay person who 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 um does things a gay against, class traitor, uh, okay. essentially. Yeah, against yeah. against gay rights. Yeah. Or who uses their gay identity uh, as a way to make money uh, advocating against the rights of gay people, like Dave Rubin or Milo Yiannopoulos. Because mm-hmm. they can say that we are the gay experts, and trust me, they're going too far. Marriage is a man and a woman. Well, Dave Rubin doesn't believe that, but Milo said that often. Dave Rubin is just out there giving people like lighters and a copy of his book at the same time. <laughs> just be like, come on, someone what needs What we to. really like is ideas. What we really need to spread is knowledge. I'm getting such a big brain boner. Dude, when I, I had my, my brief libertarian phase of like, I don't know, six months. <laughs> Your de Tocqueville kick. Um, it was right when Dave Rubin started on YouTube and I was like, wow. This guy's like, he only wants to, to talk about serious stuff without all of this other nonsense getting involved. And then he just, he never made a single statement about what he believed on anything for six months straight worth of shows. Somehow was unable to say anything of substance. And at that point, I, I was like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, even <laughs> Joe Rogan has opinions. <laughs> Even they're bad, but at least it's something. At least it's shreds of ideology. Right. And so then you become aware that what Dave Rubin is doing is he has no real uh, way to figure out what he actually believes. What he believes is what do all of his guests have in common? 
and then you realize all of his guests are fascists. <laughs> and you realize he's just not disagreeing with fascists 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then he's not challenging fascists. Yeah, and but, but he's like I'm open to all ideas. Mm-hmm. I cuz we life and no what what is he he's all about um just the the freedom to freely express yourself. Yes. And once again, going back to like why I will say that Rogan is more benign than Ruben, even though Rogan is a fucking meathead, is because Rogan will occasionally challenge the the worse, uh, the worst takes. Like he will challenge Ben fucking Shapiro. Whereas, oh man, have you seen that fucking like Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin? Where it's like, you wouldn't come to my gay marriage, Ben Shapiro? Nah. I don't believe in that. I'm, I'm, I'm religious. I'm in marriage between a man and a woman. I wouldn't attend a gay event. Come on, you wouldn't even, if I invited you, you know, you wouldn't even come to something. Maybe I would get it. You know, it's a fucking, seeing this guy prostrate himself to this evil little fucking elf is fucking <laughs> so humiliating. And I just don't understand. Like, no amount of money is worth that. It's painful to look at. Yeah. Word. Never watched it. Only seen a... Uh... Bernie Sanders interview on Joe Rogan and from that I extrapolate that he interviews people like uh like his mind is wiped every time and this <laughs> to be the style yeah okay so start from the very beginning and like explain everything to me go and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a massive blunt <laughs> yeah did he roll a massive I like blunt yes he asks every uh, presidential candidate if they'll release the the files on the aliens, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. We we already got Tom DeLonge to do that for us. Well, what's the deal with the navy with the navy's videos? If yeah, in the navy just released the videos that Tom DeLonge released yeah. like years ago. To... Yeah, I think uh, yeah, you know my conspiracy brain is they'll only release stuff, they'll only confirm stuff they don't really care about. And the thing is, these videos are so nebulous you can't see. You, they are UFOs, but once again, a UFO unidentified could be anything. It doesn't have to be fucking aliens. It you mean unidentified some... flying object could refer to any kind of object? Unidentified flying object because what like, I you know no 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 because that's aliens UFO means aliens and to some Ita- fucking, Italian guy I launched who, a dildo out of a potato gun what you telling me is that a is that an object that's unidentified <laughs> <laughs> no we know what it is it's aliens it's fucking aliens Gina <laughs> fuck you. They're coming to take us. They're coming to probe us. They're they're learning things. We're like hamsters to them. We're like goddamn fucking hamsters. They're going to sound us. Aliens don't even probe you anymore, bro. They do sounding. They do forced sounding. Did you you guys see that Ted Cruz just got toilet paper for the first time in three months? (laughs) Did he he have to celebrate that? Or just that he ran out of the toilet paper from He posted a pic on Twitter and he was like, I finally got my toilet paper. And everyone's like, Wonder dude, what he's been doing. You would, yeah, what you been doing? <laughs> I had just been wiping with pages of the Quran. Dude, he's fat as fuck now. I That's haven't seen cool him recently. He's Quarantine's not treating him well. He's fat as fuck. He's been hitting that wine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Texas is to... the new uh, the new hotspot in America for for COVID. I think oh, they uh, they surpassed New York in the number of new cases in a week. 
over a thousand a week now in, oh, no. in Tejas. Not good. Yeah, yeah, this pandemic is not over. I know it's amazing. It, it kind of fell out of the limelight, but uh, well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to get into a which is worse: police killing people or pandemic killing people. Can we somehow get the pandemic to only kill the police? This will help. Well, I mean, protests are at help. least, you know, outside. Yeah, it's yeah. like the casinos in Las Vegas are reopened. Like, yep. people are just in those un unventilated rooms. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Oh man, to think that. Uh... That Stephen Paddock will only be the second biggest genocide to happen in Las Vegas Ooh, after oh this boy. summer is over. You don't know his motive. His motive may have not have been genocide. He wanted to kill all country fans. That's the only explanation. <laughs> they need protected status, country fans. Mm. No one knew what Paddock wanted. What? Okay, now what Did if... I call him Jason Wait. Stephen Paddock? Now hear me out. All the country fans who want to can go now and become citizens of Israel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, we need to, it is in Revelations, we need to ship all the country fans to Israel in order for the second coming to occur. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing there. They've had like no, no government or half of a government for like two years. They've gone through like four elections. I, think I saw something about people are protesting uh, a new annexation law, so maybe yep. they're finally just 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 going for it full hog. <laughs> I saw something about them annexing the some parts of the West Bank. I definitely saw that. <laughs> and I, in terms of their government, I think they're doing doing some kind of crazy split government setup. How crazy would it be if that's what we end up having to do? partitioning the government just, just like we got two presidents <laughs> we got a black president and a white president <laughs> that could that could work what they do is they invent the technology to split obama into his black and white sides and they govern as uh, <laughs> as the twins i mean i don't understand how i just can't foresee joe biden being president I guess this is what everybody said about Trump in 2016, but just like between now and then, like he can't be on TV for more than 15 minutes at a time. I could see Joe Biden being president. That's yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. They can totally weaken at Bernie's this. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why they had to do this whole pandemic just to to make sure they had a reason to keep uh, Joe Biden out of the public. Mm. They just need to deep fake Joe Biden's face onto Aaron Sorkin, the ultimate lib dream. That's yeah, the plot of a Neil Stevenson book, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Um, it's a it's a it's a really good Neil Stevenson book. Hold on, I have to find it. It was uh, the reason I have to look it up is because he used a pseudonym. Oh, it's, called, it's, called, okay. it's called Interface. And uh, the candidate for president has a stroke. Mm. And there has been a massive disinformation campaign like going on because the economy is collapsing. And so the 
Deep State has to in a, put like a chip in his brain, and then they can control his mind. Um, and, and yeah, they got to get on that. And the way they control, like what he says, is that in real time they're measuring people's emotions to what he's saying. So it's like they create a feedback loop between what people want to hear and what he's saying. Perfect. Which is like so uh, that's social media. So. so we're creating an emotion robot. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's what he's going to be. He's going to be an empathy output machine. <laughs> it's just yeah. Joe Biden, and he can only communicate in angry, sad, or neutral reacts. Mm-hmm. I do like how all these events have just absolutely tor- torpedoed Amy Klobuchar's chance of being vice president. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Oh, you had a chance to prosecute the, the police officer? Whoops. Mm-hmm. She is she is just also remarkably unpleasant to bear in all forms. Just like a, a someone that similar to Pete Buttigieg just radiates that negative demon like you know you know that speech that um uh Quint gives in Jaws where he's like, You ever look into a shark's eyes? It's like a doll's <laughs> eyes. You know, it's got those, you know, it's just black pools of nothingness chaos reigns and evil beckons Amy i don't know. Klobuchar. i kind of love it i mean the she announced her candidacy and made the whole press stand outside during a blizzard that was great on top of just <laughs> you know all the shit about her being mean to her staff and the stapler I, like, I love the take that it's like you know everybody hates hates washington they hate these uh congressional staffer people so why wouldn't you be mean to them that's a great i'm with dave sympathetic take i'm with dave i am pro klobuchar uh she was my number one pick for vp you're right it's like if we had Susie essman from curb your enthusiasm as uh the vp yeah yeah listen you fat fuck listen you dumb fuck (laughs) you piece of shit larry what? I don't know what you're doing, you voodoo bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, she'd say that uh, she'd just get Joe Biden order. Look, you gropey fuck. I don't know who you're getting handsy with, but you're not sniffing any hair on my watch. Yeah, get Susie Essman in there. Get Susie Essman his feet. <laughs> yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the same energy, you know, same. Uh, did you see that uh, in term uh, also in weird fan fiction? I don't know if someone did this as a joke, but it was a straight up Amy Klobuchar Vore comic. Yeah, that's not that's I know what you're referring to. The diaper one where she, yeah, she Amy eats. Klobuchar. She eats. So, OK, no, 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 no. That was not made as an AB, Amy Klobuchar specific Vore comic. It was made by someone on DeviantArt before that, and then so- someone picked it up and put Amy Klobuchar's name on it. Okay, okay, that, that not... makes a lot more yeah. sense. That's a little more uh, understandable because it is... I, uh... You gotta defend my peeps who got the diaper fetishes because those guys yeah. are sensitive <laughs> and they you can make them cry. Okay? Well, that's In a fact, diaper they fetish. They just for... cry all the time, really. <laughs> <laughs> what is Vor? <laughs> Vor is Vorarophilia is um the sexual fetish of loving being consumed wholly by a person so there's like people that like being eaten but there's also people who like the idea of like crawling up into pee holes 
or uteruses <laughs> or assholes. So there's like, so there's anal vor. And there's like all these like I came out to my parents as gay, but now I'm coming out to them as anal war. Uh, <laughs> Mom, okay. Dad, I'm I'm anal war, you know. Uh, and it is very prevalent in the furry community, especially um, people that want to be subsumed. And it also dovetails neatly with uh, the diaper fetish because they like eating people, then digesting them, and then shitting them out. Also, scat fetishists as well. So yeah, it's a it's a wide array that uh, uh, blends in beautifully with the tapestry of internet filth that we mm. love. Right, of course. Yeah, I could see why Amy Klobuchar could be a uh, someone who you would uh, want her to consume you. She's got that that vibe. Yeah, she's, she's vibrating. She's just vibrating. Yeah, <laughs> like on she's, every debate. It's, she's she's vibrating at like ninety hertz. It's crazy. It's like, it's like whoa, whoa. Who plugged her in? Yeah, she's ready to consume. That's for sure. We need to just tie some copper wire to Amy Klobuchar and power all of Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is also a dark mother. That is why people like her. That is why the gay the gay community specifically even. Like left wing gay people sort of love Nancy Pelosi. I mean, because it is for two reasons. She's funny. I mean, she's pretty funny. It's not just it's not just the clap. One, she is a distant but fabulous mother figure. And two, she is a plastic surgery disaster. I can't take credit for that observation. I got that observation from somebody else. People like Lucille Bluth. Yeah, she's a Lucille Bluth character. You're right. She is a Lucille Bluth. I love Lucille Bluth. And I want her to be my mother. And that, if I was her publicist, that's how I would have turned around that ice cream fiasco in a second. I would have just started memeing Lucille Bluth because Lucille Bluth says horrible shit and gets away with it because she's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. I she love... Did a, she did a Bible clapback this week on Trump where she, uh, she took a picture with her, her Bible after Trump like held up a bible like he it's amazing it's like he's never held a book before like yeah <laughs> yeah that was great <laughs> he held it upside down it was very funny it's a bible it's a bible it's a bible uh, sir which bible is it it's a bible <laughs> okay it's king james catholic bible which one it's uh, a bible w- was mussolini this wacky I don't know. How am I supposed is... to know? Dave, do you know? <laughs> I I don't know much about the personal uh yeah, personal Mussolini stuff. Dave, how many screens you rocking in quarantine? You got you got multiple screens? I got two computers going right now. Nice. I got two oh, screens man. but only one computer. You're yeah, just yeah. rapidly you're you're typing with both hands and rapidly looking back and forth between both monitors. Yeah, I was trying to figure out Nancy Pelosi's daughter is um she's like a documentary filmmaker. I'm trying Nancy to Pelosi. remember what her movie she made that was she's she's something else uh is it uh the documentary about uh oh i don't know queefs <laughs> you, have you seen that conservatives are calling it and queefa that's their insult <laughs> okay that's good and that's queefa. good conservatives <laughs> and queefa watch Wait, out you don't want to you don't want to get these nasty hey, queefs on you, honey. Hey, Tucker, Ann Queefa's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Ann Queefa. 
I, that's too good. We, see, the problem is it's like it's we can just appropriate all the insults if they're good enough, Like, which is why cuck has become – people on the left now use cuck just as much as people on the right because it's funny. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good insult. Yeah. Which is why it's dangerous to invent good insults. Or, and like, if not good, like, because cuck is morally terrible. It's obviously an awful thing to say, but it's just a funny word. It's like, fakakta, amushugina. I bet a college like, student invented it. Yeah. Darn college students. <laughs> <laughs> I like the conservative position of being anti-college student. <laughs> Anti-college. Yeah. Well, I don't like, like it a, either. Yeah. Uh, Another fetish thing, which seems to be a rapping, rapping theme uh, today. <laughs> right. As I've grown older, I've grown to sympathize with uh, Dean Vermer in Animal House. <laughs> There's a house. That's me now. That's who I am. Those kids are going to fuck my wife. <laughs> Those Antifa kids are fucking your wife right now. They're storming her Bastille. How many people do you think identify as Antifa? Like a thousand? I I identify as Antifa to deliberately upset my dad, so. Well, mm. okay. If you, but if you take out those people, I mean, that's a good, that's a, that's a good portion. <laughs> I mean, I think it feels a little corny. I feel like maybe in the in the South it's more of a thing. If you're like, uh, you know, living in the enemy territory, like mm. if you're in New like York, like John Brown Gun Club people, uh, sure, something like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're living in New York, it's just kind of corny to be like, "Oh, I'm Antifa." That's like, you know, you're one of the people who rides a bike around and dumpster dives, and maybe your parents pay for your apartment. You're making fun of bougie crust punks. Yeah, I think that's kind of yeah. the vibe. I mean, I'm at, See, in college. I met one guy during the the few SDS meetings that we had at Bard when we started the SDS chapter, which was oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. The, we, there was one guy who was really into folk singing, and I don't want to say anyone's name, but he was really into folk singing, and then I know also who you're talking also about, it's yeah. just like, and if the police are gonna get rough and tumble. We're going to get rough and tumble back. And I was at the time like, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, they're ready to throw hands. Yeah, he's ready. Uh, to... these, these Woody Guthrie people are hardcore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they all wear nice sweaters, but they're also like, uh, you know, I, I eat this much rutabaga so I can pack on the weight necessary to defy the police. Well, yeah. And designating it as a terrorist organization it gave me chills down my spine because I, you can apply that to anyone. Yeah, that really rocked. That yeah. sucks. <laughs> and if Yeah, the know, guy Derek, our old pal Derek from uh, episode three uh, just said that. And he has shown his hand as now a white supremacist. Because he... <laughs> Sorry, what happened? Well, he uh, so this guy Derek Sloan, who I went to law school with, 
Uh-huh. Uh, he's uh, became a member of parliament in Canada. Ah, uh, yes. And now he's like, and he was always a right wing, but he was always, it was weird. He was more from a religious perspective, but now he's just gone full alt right, I suppose, because that's where the money is. Run against mm. him. You should run against him. Uh, no. Yeah. Are there a it. lot of young, uh, he's an, a national MP or a Ontario MP? He is a national MP. He's in, he's in the, the Peace wow. Tower. Is he one of the youngest ones or is this common nah, in Canada? He's for... like, I, what is he? He's probably like 38 or something like that. What is uh, the Peace Tower? The Peace Tower is uh, the Parliament building in Canada. I might have that wrong, actually. I don't know fucking anything about our governmental system because it's boring. <laughs> well, then they, uh, didn't they fucking teach you? There. They teach me. It just didn't stick. It doesn't stick as much as America because America has like a wacky system and like you just build it into your the propaganda of your country. You export so many American history made fun things to other countries that like everyone else knows about bicameral legislature at the expense of knowing about their own shit. (laughs) At least that's the case for me. Well, everyone loved Jon Stewart. So I feel like that was a big, right. You're watching political, essentially watching political television about the United States. So you learn the ins and outs of our, our lovely system. Mm Mm-hmm. And John Stewart, he was so handsome. He is. He's still handsome, frankly. He is he's still, still very handsome. handsome. And I think I would one love day to stroke his hair. He could run for president. And I think what that's why him? he's sort of stepping back right now. Do you think John Stewart's going to run for fucking president? Hell yeah, I do. Oh, that would suck so much. Mm-hmm. That would suck so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Stop saying accurate things. That's making me. Oh, uh, that's making my balls shrivel. Uh, oh no! I have, I have the power to predict the future. I am the yeah. Oracle of Delphi. I feel like it's too annoying. You have to be like as wacky as Trump to actually want to be president. <laughs> like, it seems like it sucks. Even Trump thinks it sucks. Well, he would, like, did it as a joke, and then he got in. And now he's stuck living in the White House that's old and full of rats and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the cooks. Yeah, he's having a bad time. It's. I mean, that has been somewhat of a saving grace, where it's just apparent that he's just not really enjoying this at all. This is very stressful, and he's only hanging on to it purely out of ego and spite. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I feel like he might. Uh, he might try to pull out or something of running again. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Nah, nah. He enjoys he's gotta... campaigning. He does enjoy that's the thing he's best at doing his tours. Yeah. But they've kind of taken it away from him. Or they'll just start doing him again in the summer and then they'll be like COVID super spreader hotspots. <laughs> that would be awesome. He just kills everyone. Yeah. <laughs> just well, all the people attend his rallies. We're not. I, I mean, that's the dilemma they face is uh, he could end up killing most of his supporters. The second <laughs> wave is going to be brutal. And it's nuts how fast we. we stopped going with the social distancing yeah i'm very worried i mean people in new york they wear the masks but the thing i notice is no one carries around hand sanitizer they're not they're not washing their hands i feel like and that is uh probably the most important thing so yeah if this if this podcast has any pull what you're not hearing from the president or i don't know anybody important is uh wash your damn hands Carry hand sanitizer. Carry alcohol hand sanitizer everywhere you go. Yeah, we're gonna cut you that. You know how much you cut that part your out. face? We're gonna cut that part out. So cutting that, yeah. cutting that part no out. No helpful tips. <laughs> I mean, what like a qu- 
quarter of the worldwide cases are in the U.S. or more. I don't know. Every time it escalates, the U.S. just doubles down and escalates too, as we do. So we're gonna be at the front. Maybe of... this is the disaster capitalism. What they're they're trying to encourage mass death. That well, is the other conspiracy-minded yeah. thing. The U.K. is very bad too. I mean, you know, a country that's a tenth of the population and they have about half the number of cases or. They already have 50,000 deaths in the UK, and it's, yeah. you know, a significantly smaller country. So. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll get on then, blokes. But, yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is a way to defeat uh, uh, the problems caused by Brexit, you know. Uh, oh, no, how are we going to fund the NHS now? <laughs> oh, oh, have I got a solution for you? <laughs> what is it? Get rid of all the sick people. Oh, what? Uh, what? Disaster. So yeah, that's also if I'm conspiracy minded, why they manufactured COVID in Israel and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> spread one. it out. That's a new one. No, nah. that's a new one I haven't heard before. Well, uh, what uh, did you hear about that lab in Israel that was taking donations to research COVID because they just ha happened to be working on a vaccine? Uh, and using coronavirus as like a template or something like that. Oh, makes sense. Tight. And so, of course, that was taken a lot by anti-Semitic conspiracy people, which is why mm -hmm. I am loath to mention it because it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's the wrong. It leads to the wrong level of conspiracy. All topics, it, almost immediately. All topics are up for grabs in the house of decline because you know, <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's on a downward slope. It's this is relevant. a free speech zone. We would have Tom Cotton on the House of Decline. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Send in the But we would fucking clowns. challenge him, New York Times. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the new takes I've been seeing with, like, the the anti-woke leftists or the anti-idpol people is, is saying that it's, this is, it's like some kind of religious hysteria going on. Have you guys been seeing yeah. that? The COVID or the no the, the, uh, the protests. Uh, that the seems scenario. pretty uh, stupid. Why are they saying that? Uh, well, it comes down to class versus race, and which takes precedence and as this as the struggle. But black people are poor because they are black through no fault of their own. Well, okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's that's an <laughs> argument. There's a, there's a counter arguments as well. Yeah. The class supersedes racial issues or that uh, not in do, america or do racial where issues the supersede? shit was built on the backs of the backs of black people well in america where it's, it's like kind of both at the same time it's hard mm. well it's really hard i don't uh, i don't agree with that i i i think what's going on now is i think for the last i think it really started with rodney king because that was the first mass distributed surveillance of a lynching mm -hmm. in the era of sort of like a home video. And I think that started this truer cognizance in the mainstream public of what was actually happening. And every time, every time there's video, specifically footage, it's always the footage that gets people. It's Eric Garner. I guess it's not always the footage. There wasn't footage for Ferguson, but... It's uh, for this one there was, and you know it's a you. It's a similar thing to Rodney King, but it's this rocking of this Coke machine back and forth, and you know who knows if this is the one where you finally tipped it over. 
to the point where you've eroded the trust in the cops enough such that it, it becomes less bipartisan to destroy them. It becomes well, a mainstream idea to destroy them. Which I just is think, what uh, we just saw in fucking Minneapolis, apparently. So, hell yeah. yeah. They did it to themselves by not listening. Well, at a time when, uh, you know, we're entering a recession, uh, it's the right time to talk about defunding the police because city governments are going to have to cut their budgets anyway. Yeah. And the police were probably going to be spared of that until now. Now that people are like, wait, why are we sparing the police? They're, uh, are they helpful? Who are yeah, they helpful and to? you've seen all of these proposed city budgets, right? You've, you've seen these uh, graphs floating around where the police have like $500 million and like <laughs> education has like 40. And, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. uh, and it's very much the drill uh, candles tweet where it's like, please uh, uh, have someone who's good at the economy, please help me budget this. My family is dying, but you're spending $3,600 a month on candles. Uh, and you refuse to stop getting the candles. Yeah, but have you have you ever had a nice a nice scented candle? A Yankee? A real nice one. <laughs> Makes all the difference. Have you? Yeah. What are your favorite? Do you like a you vanilla asking, almond? You asking candle? me what my candle budget is? I'm not What's revealing your candle that. Budget? Yeah, I don't What's want your candle I don't budget, want bro? death threats. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you know they'll see that how bougie you are when they know you spend two hundred and fifty a month on uh, sea foam candles. My candle budget is classified. <laughs> What's your candle budget, Dave? I mean, personally, I I can't say I've ever bought a candle, a scented candle, but I've had them in my in my space before. <laughs> You've just come by candles. Yeah, there's a bit of a artisanal uh, candle making scene here in the Hudson Valley now. Really? Yes. So, oh yeah. You guys are doing artisanal mining in the Hudson. Sounds Valley. like you're abusing yeah, the bees. <laughs> yeah, I mean bees, uh, tallow, a lot of tallow floating around. <laughs> uh, laugh, where do you get your tallow from? You laugh, but my freezer, my freezer's full of tallow right now. What? That's delicious. Hey, you could make deer, delicious fries with it from deer tallow. Uh, no, deer tallow is apparently real bad to eat. It's uh, only good for filled with lime eat. disease. Okay. <laughs> good old lime, yeah. Burn that mm. animal fat. Mm -mm. The first pandemic. Mm. Yeah. Now everybody's outside again. You know, uh, it's no good. Dude, people Ticks. people who get Lyme disease and coronavirus are fucked forever. Could be, yeah. Just just figure something else out if that happens to you. If you know what I'm I saying. I mean, it's it's been wild up here just because, uh, you know, all rich people have fled New York City. Yeah. So I think the permanent po population of the Hudson Valley has increased uh, quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, we will see what that's like going forward. I mean, uh, the farm store is booming. I could say that. So hell good yeah. on that side. Uh, Shopping local. <laughs> Airbnbs. <laughs> Out in the valleys, oh, gentrifying mm -hmm. Newburgh, yep. attempting to gentrify Newburgh, and failing. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with Kingston, though. They're doing it. Kingston is finally getting the full-on gentrification it has always deserved. <laughs> Pretty much. 
think I, I think someone wrote a Western themed song called Gentrificado. Was that you? <laughs> Who did that? As, as as some sort of silly man, uh, some sort of very silly man. It might have been Henry from Henry's Kitchen. Fuck that guy. You don't like that Fuck guy? Fuck that asshole. He was in um, Silicon Valley as the basement server guy. <laughs> funny. I don't remember. I do remember Silicon Valley. It's a very funny show. Shout out to Silicon Valley. <laughs> Shout out to Silicon it is, Valley. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> One of the great great Mike Judge properties. Uh, I and as I especially because like I really fucking hate idiocracy. Really? Like I watched it again and I really it really fucking it it kind of upsets me in a lot of ways. I mean, I didn't realize that was Mike Judge. Yeah. I like but it. But it was so. Uh, it turned out to be so prescient. Yeah, it's so prescient. You ever... But okay. But the thing is, Herbert Camacho in the movie has been pointed out that even if the Terry Crews wrestler character, he actually listens to Luke Wilson's. He actually listens to the technocrat advice of using water instead of brondo to irrigate the crops. So, uh, in a, in a way, Hector Camacho seems like a more responsive presidential figure than Donald Trump under Hector Camacho's reign. Yeah, it's not very communist uh, in that they didn't listen to the incredibly idiotic masses. Mm, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that is the I guess that's why it's bad. Well, why it's bad <laughs> is because it's it's theory as to why people became stupid is bad. Yeah, well, communism kind of falls apart when everyone's a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, or does it? Yeah, what I think if, it does. <laughs> I think it. I think that's. But what if every idiot is is great at one thing, and then you have the Smurfs, mm -hmm. <laughs> the the model for a functioning communist society, which is why there should only be one woman per one hundred men <laughs> to society. We need to control sex. What? I'm going full. I'm going full trad. You just path want more. Tanky. You just want more dudes. Why don't, yeah, go to a monastery. Just go live in a monastery. How if gay want, were the Smurfs? Listen, Do you think you the want, Smurfs were? You want gay socialism? Go live in a fucking monastery. That's, you'll have your gay <laughs> socialist paradise. I want monast dick. <laughs> I'm gonna take a vow of silence because I'll have dick constantly in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, how you been feeling uh, about uh, about the jokerification of the American youth? I mean, I'm all for it. I kind of wish I was like on TikTok so I could know what the youth the youths really think. But they seem to be into uh, looting, which is cool. I think that's a really good step forward. Mm -hmm. As a decline, mm -hmm. officially approving yeah. of looting. We endorse looting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, our catchphrase is "Looters have big hooters." <laughs> oh my oh my lord uh yes we can all agree that looting is the coolest crime mm -hmm. uh i mean if the job of the police is to defend private property then the best way to fuck with them is to make it look like they do a bad job yeah. mm -hmm. by looting <laughs> so these men want to defend the richest property oblige them <laughs> Anything? So yeah, well, I mean, you know, you gotta protest on everyone. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, don't Not get COVID. Antifa COVID. thugs. Have you ever met so? Uh, someone like my dad thinks like Antifa are out to get them. 
They're out to. Ah, oh, they're not. Don't worry. Get get what from him? Is he a fascist? Ne- well, kind of. No. I mean, he's he. <laughs> Not really. He thinks he is it, but he's slowly uh, playing into the game. Uh, I think he'll stop right before he hits the edge, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of touch and go. Uh, But he does think all Antifa are terrorists. When you get older, you get more conservative. Yeah, I suppose. But even like American conservatives like didn't like fascists right or no. i guess they did no. they just yes, like they their fascists yeah uh, yeah they did newsflash yeah. a lot of a lot of americans supported nazi nazism yeah. in the 30s the nazis used to march around uh used to march around queens mm. you know we did they it. were we, cool we before did, they weren't our propaganda was too effective and <laughs> <laughs> thank you edward people. bernays yeah uh, it's, so there, there you have it. Nazis here. Uh, fascism always popular in America. Uh, just it was accidentally on the right side of history for five years, <laughs> and that really shaped the whole thing for a while. And now we're back to liking fascism. <sighs> yeah, we're gonna have to fight another war against these fellas. I think we've been a fascist country for a, a long time. Some would say since the inception of America. Some would say before the the Constitution was ever ratified, America <laughs> has had fascist roots. Being from a weird Southern Antifa guy. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my Southern gentleman <laughs> Antifa. Yeah, go go work on your documentary. Uh, Sam Charleston, Southern <laughs> Dandy Antifa, the Dandifa. <laughs> I wear beautiful scarves, and I'm here to tell you about the systemic exploitation of the black man in America. Now gather back, have a mint julep, and let's discuss the Black Panthers. Yeah, Dandy Yeah, Dandy We should go start Uh, that. Let's go start that. Everyone likes uh, uh, stuff explained to them in a silky uh, South Carolina aristocrat accent that doesn't exist anymore. You can find it. That was the reason why everyone liked House of Cards. Yeah. Right. That's kind of how Rand Paul talks. You're right. Ooh. That is how Rand Paul talks. He sounds more like Forrest Gump, though. Chennai. <laughs> my neighbor beat me up because I took his mile, Chennai. That, that's not in the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> It's not in the Constitution, Jedi. <laughs> uh, man, yeah, Rand Paul is—he's uh, a whack. His dad is a wackadoo. Did you like Ron Paul during your libertarian? F- I had a libertarian phase yeah, where I, I mean, liked I, Ron Paul. I bought his book and then I didn't read it. That's how, <laughs> that's how fast my libertarian phase was. Yeah. Uh, I remember in 2008, uh, where I was still into 4chan, uh, and Ron Paul B, that was the classic thing. That's the, they would all say it was a big campaign on the 4chan boards. He was sort of this, uh, I, I don't know what you would call him. What was he a precursor to? 
I don't think anything. I think that yeah. whole movement has kind of just gone away. Like, yeah, that sort know. of libertarian <laughs> movement that was also associated with like the Richard Dawkins atheists and like the anti-Scientology protests and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's just totally morphed into fascism, and it's kind of sad. Well, yeah. I mean, anyone who is on the uh, the left side of that, I mean, weed is basically legal and gay marriage is legal. So those libertarian issues have uh, hey. kind of been won. Fascism, but, uh, not really libertarian, so no. I don't know why that happened, but no, nope. <laughs> weed's not legal in Texas. It shit sucks. It's not legal oh. in Texas. It's, it's mm. actively illegal. It sucks for a lot Damn. of people. Yeah, Texas. Well, you know, the way things are going, maybe old people in Texas won't vote, and then uh, maybe maybe they'll. People have been saying Texas is going to turn Democratic for, like, what, 10 years yeah. or something? And it just, just never uh, never turns around. I don't know why. I I always heard 2050. So Oh, wow. Okay. I mean. We just got to get uh, the Vietnamese population of Dallas to also stop voting Republican. Uh, I don't know. Do what? they vote? No, they don't vote. I they have no idea yeah, how the Vietnamese population of Dallas votes. Dallas has a very diverse international population. It does. A lot of uh, very Southeast Asian, uh, very strong Southeast Asian communities are there, which is why you had the character of Khan Supanusenphone on King of the Hill, yeah. which I was very him. representational yeah. of the uh, of the makeup of the Dallas suburbs. Yeah, King of the Hill is very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. I love Khan Supanusen fun. Very, I guess, problematically voiced by a white actor. Looking back on it, but it's Toby Huss, and he's a goddamn genius. Ooh. But yeah, oh, no. why Don't was there cancel. a the problem with Apu, but there was no the problem Don't, with Khan? Because no one knows. <laughs> yeah, not as big of a show. I think yeah. it's uh... you. You saying it may cause it to be canceled. <laughs> oh great! Fuck. Nah, I. I... When yeah, will we Lauren cancel? Tom voiced voiced uh, Min and Con and Connie though, so they did. They got one representation point. Good. The same person voiced the mother and the daughter. Yes, Lauren Tom. Ooh. She's she is the voice actor who is most frequently called upon to provide Asian character voices. Huh. <laughs> I guess she couldn't do the dad uh no no they had to get the dad is also cotton oh nice i love posting oh, wow. cotton memes whenever uh, i post them to <laughs> tom cotton's twi twitter no <laughs> <laughs> uh, but toby huss stand for toby huss the house of decline shout out yeah whenever toby i huss. whenever i post um cotton memes on tom cotton's twitter the fbi puts me on a list of people to go give high fives to <laughs> <laughs> yeah you like king of the hill yeah that show's dope it reaches across all demographics because of its earthy sense of humor and sympathetic character development and dale dale most of all oh yeah pocket sand <laughs> the classic protesters move Pocket sand. No, you would get your fucking sh shit kicked out of you if you tried to pocket sand the police. <laughs> I, I they have wear my... masks anyway. Yeah. But you get it in their eyes. I guess they yeah. wear eyes. You shield. gotta go up. 
up or up from below yeah, or down from face above. shields. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I wanted to hand like a shaken up Pepsi to a police officer and he opens it and it gets all oh he's all sticky now and him fooled you and then you shoot then him he, yeah then he shoots me <laughs> oh no oh. <laughs> oh then i shoot him yeah, no then you shoot him. why not i don't want to kill cops uh, um i just want them to kill themselves i don't want to kill cops but i'm not gonna pull all the way over from now on <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to kill cops <laughs> right i don't want to but i'm not gonna <laughs> no no that's the wrong emphasis. That's the wrong word emphasis if you're trying to evade <laughs> scrutiny. Oh, yeah. We want to avoid scrutiny. That's why I mark mm-hmm. our podcast as explicit. And I think we should probably mention it every episode at, right around the end. Content warning. <laughs> um, explicit content prior to this. Explicit content. So if Lots you, of Jew shit. If you didn't want to hear it, should have turned it off. Sucker. Mm-hmm. Sucker. Why have you been listening to this entire thing? What do you have to gain? Because mm-hmm. we got nothing to lose. How long have we been talking? We've been talking some pretty long. Yeah, I think we got we got time. We got uh, enough. All right, Dave. Do you have We've any final words material. or plugs for us? Yeah, Dave. What plugs you got? The plugs. I've been doing uh, the Canning Room show. Either you guys catch that? The Canning no, Room show okay. is that. I've been getting your emails. Thing? Those emails. I think I probably sent emails. I don't remember. Some live shit, some live music stuff. If you go to yeah, canningroom.silverbotanic.com, it'll take you to my Twitch and uh yeah, we've been doing some live uh pressure canning, vegetable preservation for for the end of times. Hell yeah, I should put you in touch with my aunt. She loves that shit. Oh uh, yeah, does she love techno? <laughs> uh no, she likes show tunes. She'll love it then. There you go. <laughs> nice. You're you pressure canning to techno. Yeah, that sounds oh, yeah. sick. I got to uh, I got to put the first episode up on on the interwebs because I don't know how to how to do that. I on YouTube's. Yeah, but there's all this uh, copyrighted music in it, so I don't know if I'll I'll be able to get away with it. Oh, yeah. Just use loops of my music. You could try to speed it up that. or slow it down a little bit. Mm. Well, you know, stay posted. Stay ready, everyone. There you go. Uh, we have that. You could also follow Dave on at, at like fireworks on Twitter. No, it's at Silber Botanica. Wait. Oh, right. Your name is like fireworks. Yeah, yeah. There's at... a, it's a photo of me jumping through a firework. That there I, you uh, go. There you go. I like a lot. At nice. Silber Botanica. At Silber Botanica, which is also uh, will lead you to the canning room where you can watch beautiful canning videos uh, during this uncertain quarantine time. Thank you, Dave, for being on. Thanks, guys. See you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.